0: Hello citizens, welcome to the Fortress of Potitude, I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. We're still the Cape Podcasters. This is a show where we talk about some supermen. And superwomen. We're not talking about any of those today. (laughs) Nope. This is the potties. The potties. This is the worst of the worst. You heard the capies yesterday? Those were the best of the whatever we do. And then this is the worst of the others. This is the others. The best of the rest. I like it. The, The worst of the rest, Really. Really. The KP's, we had some surprises. We did. A lot of them. A few. What the hell happened? Uh, It's hard to say. We broke the show. We learned things along the way about ourselves and about the movies that we enjoy. Or don't enjoy. That we secretly might enjoy. You're secretly a Favreau fan. Or appreciate. We appreciate. That's what it is. I think we discovered you're secretly a Favreau fanboy. Big, huge Favreau. Sorry, those are my hands in the table. It was so heavy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Welcome to the potties. Welcome to the potties. We got some categories. Some libations. That you sent in. Some libations. I'm feeling good. Feeling loose. Bull. And we're gonna we're gonna give some awards away. We're just gonna throw them out the window. Whoever catches them, they're the winners. Good for you. Congra- <laughs> or bad for you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Let's start this thing off. Our first category for the potties. Oh, this is one that's close to your heart. It sure is. This is our least super superhero moment. I have a big issue when superheroes are in their super costumes and super suits, not being super. Except when it's Deadpool. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. But it worked. It didn't bother me. And didn't. I recognize that it should bother me. But as didn't. long as you know yourself well enough to know that it should have bothered you. I literally just picked John Favreau as best director. So you don't know yourself at all. I don't know all. myself at all. Who am I? <laughs> I'm in a crisis right now. Peter Parker Spider-Man 2 style crisis. <laughs> At least it's not Spider-Man 3 kind of crisis. Yeah, I'm actually just going to part my hair and put on black, please, go to the discotheque, please and do. dance. Please I would like to see that. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> least super superhero moment. The first nominee is Mr. Incredible eating shrimp cocktail from The Incredibles. Just chilling on that Just hanging out on balcony. Yeah. And that was where it all started. That's the origin moment. <laughs> it was bad. For this award. Iron Man, eating donuts and a giant donut from Iron Man 2.
1: I I'm know, torn. I'm I torn. I know how much you hated that no, scene. No, because I
0: hated it. But then when you questioned if I would do that, I'd be like, yeah, I totally Of course would do, do that. Why wouldn't you do that? There's no reason not to. Iron Man, DJing his birthday and peeing in the Iron Man suit from Iron Man 2. Whew. That's brutal. It's got a filtration system. So you could drink that water. You could drink that water, <laughs> as he says. That's rough. Uh, Star Kid has to pee from back Star Back to back Kid. peas. We, got, we Great. got a lot of pee. A lot of urination. Appropriate way to start. It's not very super. No, it's very ha- not super. Having to pee. And especially when well, you go who, to your teacher who... who definitely slept with students. Oh, Open uh, that up. 100%. Movies on YouTube, by the way. You could still watch it at any time you want. And the final nominee is Superman and Lois Lane's interview. On Lois Lane's balcony? Question mark? I don't know. Sure. From Superman. Yeah. That's where that whole movie derailed. Oh. Oh, I remember the tirade you that's went on. Not what we're talking about. Nope. It's about not looking super. He doesn't look super. He doesn't look super. He's that's he's particularly not super. Hanging because it's out. superman. And he's he's got his legs crossed like a Yeah. Like an unsuperboy. <laughs> <laughs> the unsuperboy. <laughs> you know, unsuperboy. If I had to really break this down. I can get over Mr. Incredible just eating the shrimp cocktail, because you're not going to not eat shrimp cocktail. That's true. If it's in front... Well, I won't. Are you allergic to shrimp? I'm allergic to shrimp. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, if I were Mr. Incredible in that situation, I would just be hanging out, being super not eating shrimp cocktail. No, and you better hope you're Resurrection Man or something like that, and you're going (sighs) to come back with a different superpower. You're welcome, Resurrection Man. I just made you relevant again. Yeah. What a hero. Is he... He sort of is. I don't know. He can't die. He goes out of his way to help people. Well, speaking of you not knowing who you are anymore, Resurrection Man. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new power, and it's appreciating John Favreau sometimes. <laughs> I think the ones that kill me the most here, I can get over Iron Man in the suit on the donut. Yep. I can't get over DJ Iron Man. No. And I cannot get over Superman lounging. He's Superman. He is. Yeah. It's not like Star Kid. Like, oh, I just got this costume today. Yeah, I found this movie on YouTube. I have to pee. I have to pee. I don't know how to work this thing. Superman. Superman. I'm on Jerry Seinfeld's refrigerator. I'm Superman. I've been around since 1940s. I'm the reason why this whole genre exists. And you're asking me if I can see what color your panties are? It's very not super. It's very not super. Do we have a winner? I think we have a winner. The winner for least super superhero moment goes to Superman. I thought you were going to give it to Iron Man. Accompanied by Lois Lane in that interview of a disaster. Yeah. yeah. It was a disaster interview. It threw the whole movie off the rails. Unbelievable. Do you think that movie would be any better if that scene just didn't exist? If they went right to flying, no <laughs> poem, by the way. No okay. poem. Oh, yeah, no. No poem. Definitely. They went right to Definitely. flying, I think no that, poem. I think more people would have seen the movie. More people our age. That's fair. Would I be able be a lot to of people saw the movie. appreciate that movie now. Whereas, as it stands, it becomes a joke at that point. It's a bit of a joke. I know there's people who compare Superman to Iron Man saying of like, this is a table setter of a movie okay, and importance. And I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. But it's very not super. Very it's, not Superman, especially. It is the least super superhero moment. Agreed. Next category, most horned up couple. This came up a few times. A few? In our travels. <laughs> we use the word horny often. Oh, uh, yeah. We sure do. So the nominees are... Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl and The Incredibles. They I think they were the origination of this. Often. They were the origination of most horned up couple. I think so. Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle in Batman Returns. Oh boy. Oh boy's right. Oh boy. Dave Lazewski and Katie Duma in Kick Ass. That's pretty horned up. Oh yeah. It's only on one side. To st- go on. At I'm one point, sorry. Yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. there. And Superman and Lois Lane in Superman, the aforementioned scene. They're back. They're back already. I want to throw in two that I just thought of. Okay, one of them is Superman and Mr. Spider! Mrs. Spider! <laughs> and then the other one is going to be Selena Kyle and the Penguin. Selena Kyle and the Penguin hardly qualifies as a couple, but they're horned up beyond belief. In that one, one of them one, is in that one scene where Selena Kyle stretched out on that bed, she eats a bird. <laughs> She eats a bird, Brian. She eats I, a board. A board. I can't even <laughs> express how horny that You'll scene eat is. Eat a board, Dave Lazzuski and Katie Duma. I get it. Yeah, they're oh, very sure. horned up, and they're kids. But it's a one-way street for a while, and then it becomes a very and two-way then it street. a very <laughs> two-way street in a way that shouldn't. No, she should be pretty offended and want nothing to do with them. Yeah, but she's a comic book gal. Oh, she's a comic book gal. That helps. She's a nerd and. You know what? Good for Uh, you, Dave. Is she? I don't... Ah, she hangs out at at Atomic Comics. Only after she starts hanging out with Dave. That's true. Good Mm. gal. Mm. Who knows? She leaned in. She leaned... Well, yeah. I mean, And then he leaned in, and then they became... But he's famous. She's kind of a... You're right, because the river starts flowing within her when she finds out that it's kick-ass. Right. Right. So, pretty horned up. Pretty horned up. But... Mr. Incredible Nelasta Girl, there's an entire this is a Disney Pixar movie. Disney Pixar movie. Cannot there's a whole montage. The, it's a montage of, their, of them boning. They're Well, I wouldn't say that. We don't see them bone, they bone. They oh, they definitely bone. There's some some stretching of the arm to pinch some butts. There is. And you have to figure what Roger Ebert said. How we didn't see the cut of it because it was cut from the Daredevil director's cut, the sex scene between the Daredevil. Oh, right. And Electra. right? How he said he's worried about superheroes having sex because he's worried about them getting hurt because of how super they are. They're super. You gotta figure, Mister Incredible, he's a very strong man. He's a yeah. He's ripped out of his mind. But to be fair, Elastigirl is very elastic. Correct. You gotta just imagine that bedroom. I don't want to imagine it. Don't Ryan, make imagine, me imagine it. Don't just, make me imagine it. Of limbs it. stretched out across the room. No. And a Craig T. Nelson voiced character in the Why? middle of it all. Why? <laughs> Why? It's Coach, man. It's Coach. <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> and that's what he's humming the whole time. Except da, he's not. Da, da, it's mixed da, in with da, The Incredible da, da. Steam. That's what he hums in the movie. Which I can't remember. But Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. But Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle on that couch. They never even did it. No. They had to both give Alfred reasons to tell the other one they were leaving. Yeah. That's but, pretty amazing. Oh, boy. They didn't even know that one was Batman, one was Catwoman at the right. time. These are just two people. Just two people. That just want to throw down. Bad. I think we have a winner. I think we have a winner. <laughs> I think it's Bruce Wayne and <laughs> Selena Kyle from Batman Returns. I think it has to be. Most horned up couple. Congratulations, I guess. Sure. They never did it. They didn't. So, who's the real winner? Nobody, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, Nobody <laughs> wins. Michael Keaton couldn't close it up with our best actress winner, Michelle Pfeiffer. Nobody wins in the bodies. That's fair. The next category is Worst Costume. Worst Costume. We've seen some baddies. We've seen some good ones, but we've seen some real bad ones. Especially with the leadoff. The first nominee for Worst Costume is Psy from Starkid. Why did it have a butt? It had a butt. It was the most prominent butt that's been featured. He didn't even process food the same way. There was no reason to have a butt. No need. No need. The second nominee is Batman from Batman Returns, which is somehow a worse costume than from the original Batman. The first one was great, and they ruined it. And then there's a whole bunch of issues with how the costume's even made because of that whole cave sequence. he can't can't move his- Because the cowl piece and the logo piece- Caves? Oh, right. right. Watch the movie. You'll see. The next one is Daredevil from Daredevil. Daredevil.
1: It's Uh,
0: the, the red gimp suit. The red gimp suit. After that, we have Cyclops from X Men. Sucks. Would it sucks you, hard. What would you rather? Yellow Spandex? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The final one is Wolverine from X Men as well. What the fuck movie? But to be fair, he actually said in the movie, Whose costume is this? And Cyclops yeah. said, It's mine. So really, they're both Cyclops. They're both Cyclopsing. That's pretty good. Or pretty bad. They're both pretty bad. They're both pretty bad. I don't like it. I like how the newer ones have kind of met halfway. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, a, once they rebooted yeah. and changed their timeline, I guess they had like the yellow suits, which were pretty cool. I yeah, like but them. you got to figure that a lot of it comes down to like the way they were drawn back in the like well the '60s. Sure, with like Jack Kirby and stuff like that. How he's just going to throw just a color on there and then shade it to make it. He doesn't want to draw fabric ruffling in the wind. That's fair. It's difficult to do. It is. And here they don't have to worry about it. They just leather them up. Black leather. Have fun. They couldn't even clear a two foot wall making it feel move. the least super, super suit. They could suit. not move. The two-foot wall, they were like, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to clear this in this leather suit. We're dumb. It is dumb. Also, Daredevil's a thing. Oh, speaking of dumb. That suit looks terrible. If you couldn't see, yeah. would you want a suit that made that much noise Fashion while you wise? walked around? No, I mean, like, physically, I feel like that oh. thing had to make a ton of noise as you moved your legs. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be oh, so distracting if you were that? blind. I agree, and that well, maybe it works out in his advantage because he's got the whole oh, sonar it's thing. echoes are just so going all he has to do is lift just... his leg, and it echoes That's throughout it. the room, and he could see. It's really poorly put together. Who made the suit? Who cares? No, I do because we throw Did out. Did he Deadpool. make the suit? Here's the thing: is we throw out in Deadpool. Deadpool makes his own suit. We watch him stitching. Yeah. We, so, we Spider-Man, see Spider-Man and Kyle make our own suit. Yeah, and Spider-Man makes his own suit too. Who made Deadpool's uh, Deadpool? Who made Daredevil's suit? I don't want to say him. If that's the case, kudos. Wow. Well, well done, actually. Wow. If, if you made that suit, Ben Affleck, blind Ben Affleck, that's an impressive feat. How do you still like them apples? Still terrible. Yeah. I, yeah. Them apples. Good little, good little hunt. Is, does that make it a bad suit if we break it down that It's way? still a bad suit. <laughs> it's Is it better than the original yellow comic book accurate Daredevil suit? I mean, it's not yellow. Fair. That's not going to keep you. You know, discreet in the streets and no, night. No, it's very hard to be incognito in a in bright, bright yellow suit. suit. I mean, I would argue a red leather suit isn't much better. But let's go back to that butt. It's a butt. Why is there a butt? He doesn't need a butt. He doesn't need a butt. And it got worse when he rollerbladed. He doesn't expel any kind of... He removes the nutrients from the food, yeah. feeds them to the occupant of the suit. There's no reason for it's a like butt. a cyber suit turd. Exactly. As Spencer says in Star Kid. It's like eating a cyber suit turd. We have a winner. Yes, we do. The winner for worst costume is Psy from Star Kid. They do need a butt. How, how you don't gonna, need a butt. There's no reason for a butt. Next up, we have the biggest heavy hand moment. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I would define a heavy hand as something that you go, oh, what the fuck movie? Sure. Like, you kind of treat the audience like an idiot. You throw it out there. You there's slap no need, in the face right, with it. Right, right. Think John Favreau, think Iron Man. Think John Favreau. You have the the arc reactor that Pepper puts into the case that's sure. like, "Oh, proof, proof that, that Tony Stark has exactly. a heart." Yeah. That's heavy-handed. That doesn't need to be there. You have it in this, in Iron Man 2 also with the t- the blood toxicity monitor of like, yeah, this is going to come back obviously. This is going to be a big part of this movie. Sure. But you also have stuff like Toby Maguire's VO in both Spider-Man movies. It's pretty heavy-handed. It doesn't need to be there None at all. No reason for it. None. None at all. I would also say the lead planter in Superman. Yeah, like they made sure that they couldn't say that. Oh, it's lead. I can't but then you also see get through it. Stuff like in Superman, how the newspaper article that Lois Lane writes says stuff that was never said in the interview. Right, never said in the an interview, and gives away secrets about his yeah. weaknesses, which is fun. Exactly, and I feel like in Spider-Man, you kind of got to pause the movie, but. It lists out all of his attributes just oh, outright. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, exactly. So here are all the things that he can. Well, It's not even when you pause it, because they go over it in each individual spider. Too. Yeah, and they said speed twice. Let's not forget that. He's got speed, but he's also got speed. Yep. Don't forget the speed. He's a fast boy. He's a pretty quick boy. I think there's one that we're forgetting. That's okay. pretty important. And it falls into a man who, I don't know how we've not mentioned him. We didn't mention him in the capies. We need to mention him in the potties. Okay. It's Ben Ben Urich. Oh, Ben York. The cane. The cane. The Kevin Smith and the cane. Yes. How he says, uh, like, he gets the cane from Kevin Smith, and he's like, oh, I know this cane. There's only one person who's blind in New York, in Hell's Kitchen, apparently. <laughs> Do you crime outside of Hell's oh, Kitchen? Oh, I've You're gonna seen be a this cane yeah, before. exactly. So let's not forget that. Also, when he deletes his article, oh, by just pressing backspace, by pressing backspace and holding and just it. Holding it. <laughs> I feel like there going to be like a reverse shot of oh Kermit, I get it He's of Kermit deleting sipping it. his Lipton tea <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Whatever that meme oh, is. Oh, I get it. He's deleting the article. Oh. <laughs> it's hard to choose. It is hard to choose, but I think we all know what it is. Deep, deep down, you know what it is. Deep down in our souls, we know who the winner is. The ultimate heavy hand. Is it Pepper Potts giving Tony the heart? It sure is. It has to be. It's, it's the original arc reactor wrapped up as a gift, literally handed to him, proof that he has a heart. That's exactly what it is. The heaviest handed moment that we've seen yet. We might never see something heavier than that. I don't know. I hope we see something heavier than that. I really, really do. That would be But interesting. that is way the hell up there. And that's our winner. Moving on, we had to combine these two. This felt right. Yeah, it felt... It felt bad to have two separate categories here. Yeah, This is worst actor slash actress. We've seen a bunch of them. We've seen a few <laughs> oh, who are just. boy. Who don't. There yeah. definitely is a camera in the room, and they're definitely acting towards it. And they're it. like, hey, I'm going to make sure I'm seen by that thing. You know what? Seems like a good spot to throw out a first nomination to Colin Farrell. Bullseye from Daredevil. <laughs> Got nominated for best actor, too. Somehow. He was great. Also nominated, we have Ray Park as Toad <laughs> from X-Men. The tongue, man. The tongue. The oh, worst, it could have worst used CGI. So much more on the budget. Yep. We also have Jennifer Gardner from Daredevil. Liar. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mazzello as Spencer in Star Kid. Hey, just sat on a stool. He's a kid. So? Yeah, but you're it's right. It's not going to stop him. It wasn't great. And Kirsten Dunst as MJ from both Spider-Man movies. Like, hey, maybe walk once in a while while you talk? Yep. That's exactly it. She's a statue. She is... She's, in fact, a statue of a person. An immovable object. Right. That walk and talk that she did should have been nominated for Best Actress. That's the bar? That's the bar, Dave? <laughs> it's a low bar. She walked. She's like a, nominated for Best Actress. It's like a Futurama limbo scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a Jamaican accent. Why does Futurama come up so often? I don't know. <laughs> because it's relevant. Fair enough. We got some baddies here. There are some not great performances. Yeah. There's one that really stands out there. There's me. one that's... Um, none of these are great. Joe Mazzella gave a good effort. He's a kid. He, he was on Whatever. a stool in a room with a camera right. inches away from his face. Exactly. He Tony Stark, before Iron Man... I feel like we also said that in a way that must be difficult. There was one scene where we really liked what he did. It was a scene with his mom in the picture, and he yes. had the flashback. And we said, "Yeah, that was a really good scene." Yeah, that's enough to get you out of. The... That is enough to get you out of. worst yeah. actor and actress Kirsten Dunst walked and talked once. She did walk and talk once. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is a gift. Colin Farrell. We should all be thankful that we had Colin Farrell in our painful. lives briefly there. What do you mean painful? Painful. But also With it hurt the, how much you loved it? The only enjoyable part of that movie. <laughs> it's pretty great, wasn't it? He was probably the only thing that got me through, to be honest. He had a great time. He did. But it was just the absurdity of his acting that helped me make it through the movie. That's fair. Kill the woman with a peanut. <sighs> he sure did. He <laughs> sure did. Ray Park. I, feel, I think we're holding yeah. too much against him because of the CGI. The CGI. Tongue. The CGI wasn't his fault. No, that was the budget and being moved up six months. And that leaves us with one option. So Jennifer Garner is a special type of suck in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks so bad that Ben Affleck was like, "I'm going to marry her." Yeah, no, Jennifer Garner I actually thought was great in that movie. Liar! Oh, I see. She, she sucked. Did I see. She did there. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. And the worst part was she got a spinoff movie. She was so stiff. There was no nothing. It was yeah, absolutely it was awful. nothing. It's awful. Jennifer Garner, as Electra in Daredevil, worst actress. Terrible, absolutely terrible. Do better. She had the chance and she didn't in her own movie, which we'll talk about one day. Hopefully not, not soon. Very soon. hopefully not soon. We'll find out later tonight. Stay tuned. UB2 is in the room. <laughs> Colossus is not in the room. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> but UB2 is in the room. UB2 will be making a choice at the end of this episode. Whether or not next movie we watch is. Electra. Oh, boy. <laughs> UB2 picked Star Kid last time. What the fuck, UB2? We'll see what happens next. Up next, we have the potty for worst hero. As we discussed, we're very villain heavy. That's true. A lot of these movies are very villain heavy. We love our villains. Yeah, and it feels like the superheroes are kind of the ones that are overlooked. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where this goes. We have for four worst, hero. worst hero. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. From Daredevil. <laughs> Not great. No. 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 The Incredible Hulk from The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Spencer and Psy, Starkid. Tag team effort there. Is, uh a combination of suck. Yep. Storm from X-Men. She's terrible. She didn't do a whole That's lot. That's so specific, she but, did but it's like terrible. Nothing. How did uh, Go on. And Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. Not great. This is for reasons of my own. Yeah.
1: Why don't you just, explain those reasons just, to your
0: own? His motivation was wrong to me, and he didn't feel like a superhero. He had super attributes, but his motivation was more self-preserving than it was for the greater good. Right. I, I kind of looked at Mr. Incredible. You convinced me of this, that episode, of it was like a job. Yeah. Like, that's what he had to do. And that was kind of frustrating to watch. Yeah. Where we got into it with Deadpool, where the motivation was there, but it was in the wrong place. But it's the motivation nonetheless. And I feel like right. Mr. Incredible falls under that kind of umbrella as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Incredible's motivation was very self serving in that he just kind of missed being super and he still kind of had like this almost hatred for unsuper people. Right. Well he held himself above. He put himself on a pedestal. Absolutely. Like 40 year old virgin style. And he was <laughs> and he was tired of celebrating mediocrity. Right. Which is interesting, especially hmm. since Syndrome, our best villain, apparently. Apparently. His whole thing was he understood where the superheroes stood and he wanted to make everyone super so that no one was. Right. So he under- he actually put superheroes on a pedestal itself. So There's so many pedestals in that movie. A lot of pedestal. Pedestal heavy movie. That's really what it is. Daredevil. Daredevil. What the hell was that? I... What's he doing? Daredevil's not a superhero. He's a shitty lawyer. Yeah. In the sense that the first guy that he kills Be a better is lawyer. he decided to just I can hear his heartbeat, and he's lying, but I'm not going to make the argument. He's going to get off, yeah. and now I have to kill this guy, and call it justice, and it's not justice. I mean, you can't say justice is served when you're the person who had the ability to legally. Right, right. Like, he's he's yeah. judge, jury, and executioner, that's, literally. That's the problem, and that's the problem. That is that is an issue. That's a bad hero in general. The Incredible Hulk is not a hero. He's a monster of a he man. He is a monster. There's nothing and heroic about the Incredible Hulk. You're right. When you look at that movie, nothing he does is for the greater good. Not even that. When you look at even the Avengers later on, is the Incredible Hulk a hero? He's just a big green boy. He's kind of he's more of a weapon than he is a exactly. hero. Exactly. Is they want to unleash the Hulk? Right. Like, oh, what do you have? We have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. They look at him as a thing. They don't look at him not and in maybe- the universe. Not in the universe, by the way. The thing, but this All right. is yet. I'm going to call it the MCU thing, if you will, because he's just there. Yeah, yeah, he kind of is just hanging out, waiting to be unleashed. Exactly. And I hope they kind of correct that with Endgame. I hope so, too, especially since I think they, an unleashing needs to be had. I think they have the necessary tools to... I don't know where I'm going with it. Hulk will be better. It can only be better. <laughs> Storm sucked. Storm was awful. She had to be outdoors for the most part in order to do anything. Yep. That's inconvenient. She is useless unless there's a... a sunroof or skylight. Right. Or... <laughs> but she did something. She did do something. She, uh, They tried to fly in incognito underneath the George Washington Bridge yep. to so Liberty she, Island. She made so a, she made weather uh, happen and then it wasn't incognito anymore. Nope, so she because there was a, lot. a giant storm following them. Yep. Oh, I wonder what that could be. That could only be one thing. Yeah, she's pretty useless. She had a weird accent. What was that? Uh, I don't know, but they completely drop it. Oh, ro, 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 ro. That was her name. Aurora Monroe. Aurora Monroe. Well, that is her name in the comics. It is, but it doesn't Aurora make it Monroe. Go off the tongue any Aurora. easier. Aurora. So we got a lot of crap here. There's a lot of bad stuff happening. If you had to put your, if you just reached in and you just forked one of these pieces of crap, which one would come out? You know who uses a fork, like a, like a pitchfork? It's the devil. So if I had to choose one of these, I'm leaning toward Daredevil. I'm agreeing with you. Daredevil. Is our worst hero. As portrayed by Ben Affleck. Ben Batfleck, he's the worst worst hero. worst hero for sure. Justice is served, and it's blind. There you go. Where's Ben Yurik? He should be in the scene. He's Why never... is there mustard in my tea? <laughs> he never said it. No. Smell you outside a window. I don't know how no. that movie works. Well, he switched. He switched cops. He knew there was mustard. Yeah, that's. Oh man, it's so clever. Oh, that was heavy-handed too. It was. Let's go back. No. <laughs> <laughs> worst villain. This is going to be interesting. It should be interesting. We love our villains. We do. Let's kick it off with a particularly bad one. Okay. It's the Brood Warrior. Old from Vagina Eyes. Old Vagina Eyes. He's here to get the super suit, and he wants to take over the planet, maybe? We don't know if he's a general of the Brood Warriors, or if he's just it's a lone old henchy brood warrior. Yeah. There's very, very little explanation. Vagina Eyes. Vagina Eyes. Ares from Wonder Woman. He's a character he he shows up in a twist very good twist you don't see it coming very good twist you don't expect it very short lived he doesn't rain. he doesn't last long next is the abomination from the incredible hulk it's uh it's an anti hulk it's a character again he's there he's in the movie he yells he, at the camera yep he, they hide, ah! they hide him and then he appears eventually yep so he's a thing Bullseye from Daredevil makes yeah. an appearance again. And deserved also well, every single one of these. He's deserved for yeah, which is well, maybe not says best something actor. for the well. He, he was a great actor. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. He was not the best, but he was a great actor. Okay. And last on the list is Lex Luthor from Superman. Yeah, he doesn't really do much of anything. No, and that's crazy considering that he's one of the, like the big DC villains. Yeah, he doesn't do. Anything in this movie. He stole a couple missiles comedically. Yep. He stole a couple of missiles. He sent one of them to the wrong place. Hackensack, New Jersey. Which, if you do the math, it would have killed him too. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. I don't know what his plan His plan well, it's, it's to t- make the West Coast. To make California an island. Well, to make it go away. So oh, yeah. So he to- has all the good West Coast property. So he has land- oceanfront property in Arizona? He's just Arizona? a real estate model? I don't-, I don't know. I don't know. It's so strange. But then he lives in like a sewer. He might—it's it, what it is. He lives underneath Grand Central Station in a sewer. Yeah. He has like all these delusions of grandeur, and all he does is read books. And it turns out that was Otis. Otis. He's Otis. the one who comes up with the whole plan eventually. Yeah. So yeah, his his idiot of a henchman. Oh boy. Oh wow. And then Ares. Ares is a threat. The idea of Ares is a threat right. throughout the entire movie of Wonder Woman. Ares' existence means that war is happening. Right. But we don't know if Ares is, is a physical being or was just an idea. And then when sure. it turns out to manifest itself as a physical being. With a mustache. We, with a, with Jeff a Jeff Foxworthy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's not great. That's rough. And then he gets defeated in no time. I mean, For being him, the god of war. Well, the thing is. Does not last. He is extremely strong and dis- and just. Lays waste to Wonder Woman for three quarters of that fight. But then the, the power fight of last. love. The fight doesn't last at all. It's the entire third act of the movie. It is. But if you go with the power of love, then you're going with, A, a Back to the Future song, which is terrific. The power Which is terrific. Oh, yeah. And, B, the plot of the fifth element. That's where, not how that song goes, by the way. No, <laughs> it's not. We ign- ignore it. Okay. that's just the, the way to do it. Neat. But with the fifth element is, that's the fifth element. Yeah, is love, and the fifth element is kind of a sci-fi opera comedy type thing. And Ares is not supposed also to the be worst that. of the Planeteers. Captain Planet, not great, terrible. Yeah. In fact, Captain Planet's fine. It's the Love Planeteer that no that one cares great. for that. No one, man, no one said Captain Planet for ten years. Has Don Cheadle did that one oh, funny, so funnier die glad. thing. It was, was more it? than one. It was great. He did a series of them. And they I were loved phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. And Robot Chicken did the one. With Ted Turner, oh. big fan. Captain Planet! <laughs> He's due for a reboot. Sure. Unfortunately. I guess so. If I had a look between these two, I think these are the two that matter. Yeah. This is tricky because these two are supposed to be taken seriously. Right. That's, and that's, that's the, the worst biggest issue of is that they're supposed entire... to be taken seriously. I think that the idea of war yeah. is scary. But here's my question to you. Is that with Wonder Woman, is this movie took place World War One? Ares is defeated, you get the Germans and everyone hugging it out, whatever sure. it is. Does World War II happen? Here's the thing. Do we know for sure that Ares was defeated? That's very true because Steve Trevor, we don't know if he's defeated as well. Right. So I mean we see him get impaled by his own lightning. Right. Is that enough? Is that enough to defeat the god of war? But with Lex Luthor, what the hell is the motivation? As far as And as he I gets can introduced tell? so late into this movie. So late. And it's just it seems so haphazard everything he's doing. There's very little in the way of motivation or even, like, why? There's a whole lot of why. And the thing is, Gene Hackman does a great job in this movie. He does a great job. And that's the crazy part about it is that he's a very good character, but Lex Luthor is a villain, I I think we got a winner. I think think we have a winner. Winner of Worst Villain is Lex Luthor from Superman. Lex Luthor. Next up, we have Worst Director. I believe I brought this up with Louis Leterrier. I think you're right. The nominations are Mark Steven Johnson, Daredevil. Hard to believe we've gotten this long without mentioning that guy's name. That is almost impossible to believe <laughs> that we haven't mentioned him already. Libations. Copious libations. Copious libations. Manny Cotto, director of Star Kid, and presumably other things. Maybe not. Writer director. Of writer-, Star dr- Kid. writer director of Star Kid. <gasps> Fantastic. John Favreau. Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Our Best Director is Our... also nominated for Worst Director. <laughs> yeah, the, the winner of Best Director, nominated for Worst Director. Makes sense. Neat. Louis Leterrier. Deserved. Let, Leterrier. He's French. Oh, I don't give a damn. for Leterrier. way, I don't care. Louis Leterrier for the Louis incredible, incredible Hulk. And Tim Miller for Deadpool. A lot of arguments for all these. I'm sure you do. Mark Stephen Johnson just made a bad movie. Yeah, he made a very bad movie. That we like. For some. And that's a problem. For some reason. And that's a very big problem I think is we, that we like. We're getting like down it. to the core of the issue of unexpected wins in both of these. Exactly. Episodes. Manny star Starkid, writer, director. Wrote and made a bad movie. And we didn't hate it. We didn't hate it. In fact, we argued it's a great kids movie. It's a fine kids movie. You're right. I, I think, shouldn't have said great. Great was. It wow, is that's a, a stretch. It is a fine kids movie and probably would hold up better today than it did when it came out. Probably John Favreau best director winner because he, because he started the MCU. He started the MCU. He kind of, again, he built it yeah. ground up. It So it's garbage at the same time uh, is what he pulled he's off. He's got in that heavy movie. hands. He treats the audience like idiots. Right. And that's yeah. a problem, but the tone stays the same. And I appreciate that the story is there. Fine. I get it, but it's bad directing at the same time. I get that his vision's, what yeah. built the MCU. Yeah. And it set the tone for the MCU. But story-wise here, come on, man. You're just upset about the cave scene. It's bad. But that's it's more in the pretty. writing staff. He has the choice, though. That's the thing. But then you have even Iron Man 2. It's a different writer. It's Justin Thoreau. Yeah. He has the jail scene, which doesn't make any sense. Make mm-hmm. up your mind on any of this stuff. You don't have to treat the audience like an idiot. You don't. You can tell the story how you want to tell it. Right. And he chose to tell it in the way that he told it. Yeah. Which was, hey, dummies. Yep. It was, <laughs> I'm going to slap you in the face over and over until you get it. It's really what it was. You saw us take out the heart, but we're going to bring it back. It can only come back. Louis Leterrier made a bad movie through and through. Oh, yeah. The tone on it thing is just dark, so good for you. You got the tone right on it. Could but you... it's a bad movie. And it was received as such. Yes. And it forced Kevin Feige to go with the other bad director for the tone of the entire MCU. Correct. <laughs> That's exactly it. You were worse than a relatively bad director. Lou Terrier's movie was so bad that they wrote it out of the MCU, more or less. More or and less. Made, Ang Lee probably saw this movie and said, like, my movie doesn't suck anymore? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. but Well, he probably said it with an accent. Okay. But still, I mean. I'm not going to do the accent. You should. not I won't. Because you do a Russian accent very well, you try to pull out the Asian accent, that's racist. That's a little bit racist, yeah. (laughs) Tim Miller. Tim Miller. I have issues with. I know you do. Would you say you like or love Deadpool? I would say I love that movie. Okay. Again, I said last week, I really like it. Yeah. I really, really like it. I would like to see a chronological sequenced cut of the movie. I think I would too, and I think that you would come out only liking it. That's if I had to put my money on something. Probably fair. I think Tim Miller was the first time director that yeah. got the short end of it. I feel like they could have fixed that all in writing. But the reason why we're saying this is that Deadpool's chopped up in such a weird way yeah. that it feels like you're not going anywhere for did half Did you watch it straight through or did you take it in, in chunks? I watched it straight through. Okay. And it felt like you weren't going anywhere. And then eventually you get to where you need to go. And then the resolution happens so quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, a race to the end yeah, once you get caught quick, up. Yeah, uh, it's a quick, what would we say, hour 48 or something like that? Yeah. It's a quick hour 48, yeah. and that is enjoyable, and it's an enjoyable hour 48, but it's one of those things of like, man, all those back and forth things that we see between the present and then going back to the past and jumping back to the present where you're not moving anywhere in the present, but you're moving yeah. leaps and bounds in the past. It just feels like you're not going anywhere. It gives you a reason not to care about what you're seeing because you feel like you're not advancing with the story. And that to me is a problem, especially when you start out the story in the present. That's fair, I suppose. Either way. Either way. Louis Leterrier made a really bad oh, movie. He made an awful movie. Like to the point where like, who's Mark Steven Johnson? Made a movie that we like. And that hurts, but it hurts. He a made a movie bit, that we like. But Louis Leterrier. Louis Leterrier is our winner for Worst Director. Worst director. <laughs> wow. What did I, I What a mess. I didn't need a French Hulk. No, nope. <laughs> it's very distracting Hulk watching him recite poetry and eat a baguette, or whatever the Hulk right? did. Why in that did movie. the Hulk wear a horizontal striped T-shirt yeah, and miming. smoke a really long cigarette? That's exactly it. Very distracting. Ugh, awful. Comic accurate. Very distracting. Who knew? <laughs> I would like to see that version of the Hulk, actually, in the comics. <laughs> when, That'd be great. He's the Mind Hulk. He's got a red bandana around his neck. That's exactly. It's a how, black and white horizontal striped t-shirt and a beret. How did you stop the Hulk? We put him in an invisible glass case. It worked. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's just miming his... Yeah. The next category is Worst Film. Oh, boy. Here we go. We got nominees. And they are The Incredible Hulk. Daredevil. Star Kid, Iron Man. And Batman Returns. These are the bottom. Once again, these are based on our superstar. Scores. Super scores. Just our like scores. These the, aren't our picks. They're just like sort of the best picks. film from yesterday. Right. exactly. Oh, boy. Iron Man is in there. Iron Man <laughs> made its way into the worst film category. We've proven that our scale is very arbitrary. Super arbitrary. But sometimes it's very right. But yeah. And it, that's the creepy thing it about it. It tends to be accurate. Yeah. Somehow, against all odds. We don't know how it works out, but it does. But I don't know how any of this works. I think that there's two choices here. I think you're right. I think it's the first two that we mentioned. Yep, it's the Incredible Hulk or Daredevil, and one of them we like. And, and one I one think of that them makes like. the answer real easy. I think it does. <laughs> the worst film with a zero super score. It's a solid zero. Somehow it didn't get negative, but it also won a couple KBs. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> we're Why make does up anyone for listen to our show? We're going to make up. Why up for would it right anyone now? listen to what we say? We clearly have no idea what we're talking about. That's true. The worst but film is the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk wins Capey wins the potty <laughs> for worst film. Oh uh, man. I think that brings it's 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 up to two capies and two potties. Unbelievable. Good good for you. How does this work? The Incredible Hulk. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow, indeed. Our next category comes from a listener again. Oh no. It's the worst caped podcaster. That seems appropriate. Yeah. Very appropriate. Now, I'm going to argue that Worst Caped Podcaster is Dave Michaels. I can see why you did that. Yeah. 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 That's my nomination. All right. My nomination is going to be Ludotriere already won Worst Director. Mm-hmm. He's never been on the show. Right. I'm going to nominate Brian Betts. Oh, okay. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's bold. But if long I say and hard about it. it. Okay. But yeah. Yep. I think that's where it has to go. All right. Here's my problem with Dave yeah. he likes to pick apart beloved movies in a way that like you're like, "Did you really watch the movie did you Do you even enjoy movies <laughs> Have you ever seen a movie before? It's like he he sits there and he watches these movies and he just waits for parts he could pick out. And I go, feel like, no, yeah no i I'll agree with you because I feel like what I do is like the sweater song from Weezer Sure. Where I just want to just... You find des- that one thread just and you Destroy your sweater. You pull. That's exactly it. Un- until there's that thing's nothing unraveled. left. Yeah, I want to break you down. Are you taking back Sunday? Why do you say that? Because you just want to break me down so badly. Is that the song? Yeah, make damn <laughs> aren't sure. A, aren't they a Raimi thing? They're, they might have been, actually, <laughs> in one of the Spider-Man like soundtracks like and then disappeared Spider-Man forever afterwards. For a minimum of seven years. A minimum of seven years. That's. I'm glad you are up to date on my Spider-Man soundtrack theory. Yes. Yes. I follow theories quite closely. That's Well, all right. You're good for one thing. The reason why Brian Betts is the worst K-Podcaster. is <laughs> because I like everything. He likes everything. He's a fanboy. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. That's fair. He's the fanboy where he, it makes me jealous. That's the problem. It makes me jealous that he could just go along for the ride. He could just—I could just sit appreciate down, appreciate the moment, watch a movie, and have a blast, even if it's bad. I got a film background, and it's a curse. That's the problem. I've got a, a secondary major <laughs> in <laughs> film production. I've—I've I, slapped that filmmaker hat on every single week. Yeah. And, uh, it. And I've been the fanboy. Might not boy show. Hat. I'm the fanboy hat. I get it. It's a good balance. It's a balance. It's something. <laughs> it's not nothing. It's something. It's not nothing. <laughs> Just ask our listeners. Both so of them. I think the answer's obvious. Then the yeah. worst Kate Podcaster. I think it's obvious, too. So the worst Kate Podcaster is very clearly Dave Novak. The ginger <laughs> skull himself. It's Dave Novak. Yep. He's the absolute worst. Uh-huh. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he left his computer here. UB2. UB2's going to fuck us over really shortly. Very shortly. Whatever movie it picks. Who knows what Worst K podcaster, Dave, Dave Novak. Novak. Thanks a lot, buddy. Moving on to other things. We've got our named awards. Yeah, we had them in the capies. We got them in the potties, what too. We sure do, and this one came to us from our dear friend Bridget. Yeah, she suggested the Tobes McGobes Award for overacting. That's pretty appropriate. That's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. The first nominee is Michael Keaton in Batman. Yeah. And he does a pretty... He like tones it down a lot of the time. I, I even said in that episode that he's very down-to-earth the yeah. way that he presents himself. Yeah. But when he says, You guys want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah. He uh yeah. he went somewhere special. You want to eat the floor? One. High fiber High fiber. That's not even overacting. That was underacting, if anything. It wasn't. He didn't find a way to deliver that line at all. This one he over-delivered on. You ever dance with the devil in the bear moonlight? Oh, that was bad. Ah, not great. What was worse than that though. Is Nicolas Cage in Kick Ass doing kick-ass. Just doing anything. When he's getting lit on fire, especially. Does Nicolas Cage know how to underact? No. Fair and that's how we love him. Next up, we've got somebody who's come up a lot of times, and actually the KPs and the bodies. Yeah. Colin Farrell, Daredevil. That's expected. He uh It works though. You he know makes what? it work. He was chewing a lot of things. Went to the specifically, yeah, this the scenery. restaurant of scenery, and he's just chewing it. He's just he ordered the whole menu. He that scenery there is his beef jerky. He's gonna be chewing on that for a while. Yeah. Next up, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. For now, Spider-Man. we already made an argument against this, but, but yes. Ah, Spider Man. <laughs> now you're really starting to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Our next nominee is James Franco, in both Spider Man and Spider Man Two, but he, more so Spider Man Two. Yeah, no, 2. he underacts, which somehow looks like overacting. Yeah, it's like he's not trying so much. He's trying to be so cool that, that it just it, it's noticeable. Yeah. Maybe it's not overacting as it is just bad acting. I think maybe just bad acting. Okay. <laughs> What's weird though is I th- I feel like James Franco in his career has gotten better. It's just here oh, he. I guess was, so. I mean marginally yeah, I get when he's relatively playing, when, he's, when he's playing Seth Rogen's best friend I believe it I believe the best friends. <laughs> I get it I don't know if that's acting though no idea Um, me. and the final one Sam Rockwell and Iron Man 2 I just wanted to put that one in there because we haven't mentioned him throughout all of the KP's and all the potties now the thing is about this one is that he's overacting but it's appropriate to the character it is and that makes it pretty great yeah and I don't know if that's yeah. a I KB just wanted a scenario or a potty scenario. No, no, no. Hear me yeah, out. His name had to be mentioned. It did because he's terrific in Iron Man 2. But are you looking at the Tobes Magobes Award for overacting as a negative? Because well, I mean, Sam it Rockwell is, a potty. is overacting, but it works. You know, I'm noticing there's something missing from this list. What's that? Well, it's called the Tobes Magobes Award. And we haven't mentioned a Tobes, Tobes Magobes Magobes. Or Tubes Magoves? We have not mentioned Tobes or Tubes. I would say it's a Tobes, if anything. I feel like in Spider-Man 2, he's not doing much. But in Spider-Man, that boy's acting. There's no denying that. I agree. But... Especially the scene where Uncle Ben gets shot. My uncle! Yeah, there's... Okay. There's, there's a... In the face, the cry face. I thought it was okay. That's... Did And you? then I didn't. Yeah. After long thought. Again, we start an episode in a certain place. Right. And then we end up somewhere else. We start... With me appreciating a movie, and Dave being okay with a movie, and we move to both of us being fine with a movie. Fine's not a good thing. We know that. <laughs> do we have a winner? I mean, is do we go with the Stan Lee Award rule and not give it to the person named? I think we do. Okay. and Well, in that case, there's only one person that we can give it to. It might be Nicolas Cage. I think it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's Nicolas Cage. Especially the scene where he's lit on fire. Yeah. Cha. Child the... It's a very good scene. He says child in a way that just It doesn't make any sense. That's not an accent, that's a nothing. No and no, I love that? it and I love it so it's much great. and that's what hurts so much. Do you remember our recasting of Kick Ass? I do. Who who we said should play Oh no, that I don't. I remember we did it. Does that count? Yeah. What do we got? I had two I had two mentions. Who? One of them you hated, one of them you liked, and I thought you were gonna like the opposite. Go ahead and give me both again. John, don't tell me which one I like okay. and which, don't tell sure, me sure, which sure. I like. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. John Hamm. Okay. And Nick Offerman. Yeah, I love Nick Offerman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Nick Cage. Nick Cage, <laughs> Nick Cage did an interesting thing with he this role. He made choices. You know what? Was it bad? It was choices. Was it good? It was, again, It was choices. He made choices. He made choices. (laughs) So we move on to our final award of the night. This is the one you've all been waiting for? I guess. (laughs) This is the one that has weirdly come up often? It comes up a lot. Why does this come up so often? Why does this theme come up so often? Well, have you seen people who read comic books? So this is the Mark Stephen Johnson Award for Creepiest Dude. Creepiest Dude. Mark Stephen Johnson, we don't know. Much about his personal life. Nothing about him. His name is just attached. to Other than we saw a picture on IMDb and assume he looks ridiculous. He's a shitty guy. I wanted to name this the Brian Singer Award for creepiest dudes, but that hit way too close (laughs) to realism. Got too real. I didn't like that. Let's go over the nominees. The nominees are. It's Mark Stephen Johnson for Daredevil. That's a creepy-ass movie. Obviously. There's a lot of touchy-feely stuff and inappropriateness and a lot of people saying no and no one listening. And then nobody listening. Yeah. Speaking of which, Matt Murdock, played by Ben Affleck (laughs) in Daredevil, also gets a nominee. Pretty gross. Speaking of gross. A nomination? Yeah. Oswald Cobblepot, played by Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. Oh, wow. Holy shit. You want to talk about creepy. We got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brian Singer. We got Brian Singer for just life in general. Just not a creepy. Not guy. for X-Men. He's not, just a creepy no. guy. Want to be very Remove clear. Himself. Here. Not from X-Men. Nope. We could in fully nominate just Bill Cosby as Brian well Brian we Singer, but the Bill Cosby has not direct or made a superhero movie. Therefore, <laughs> Brian Singer, you're a creepy fuck, man. Brian Singer, the person you're a is bad nominated dude. for the Mark Stephen Johnson Award for creepiest dude. Also, since Mark Stephen Johnson is nominated. I felt it was only appropriate to nominate the person behind the penguin. Responsible. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. You had the ability to stop it, and you chose not to. Therefore, you're a creep. He doubled down. Yeah, you had to. Yeah. You had to. That whole movie's creepy. That whole movie is creepy. Yeah. We were really grossed out. That was our Christmas episode. It started out with statues. They're large, and I was, medium, and small. I didn't like and them. Brian didn't like the <laughs> scale most, more than anything. The scale was I don't what even, got to I me. don't think it was the scale. No, I still I do think, think it was, was the style more the, so than the scale. So you think because they were Burtonized, that, yeah, that's what really got it was to? The you Burtoniness me. of them. But not the scale. The because scale, you were explaining. Scale no, no, no. totally you were ex- contributed. Well, you were explaining the scale more, more than the Burtony of it. Uh, or was, you were saying they were just large. Yeah, they were too large. They just. I, I still. I'm still uneasy. All right, auto. so when I think of statues and weirdness, I always think of Goldeneye. Okay, I'm lost. I know you are because you're not a, a Bond fan. Not a Bond guy. There's a lot of statues in Goldeneye, okay. and it's very I'll, strange. That's I'll what, have to watch it. Oh, man, that argument went nowhere then because of your lack of things. I might as well talk about you know what Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. How? Sorry, no nah. Nope they they ride their boat through two large statues at a point of how? men. How large are they? They're extraordinarily large. I'm creeped out. They're about—I I would conservatively say—200 feet tall. Are they burtonified? No, I'm not that bothered. By okay. Them. Have you seen Game of Thrones? There's of some course. giant statues in Game of Thrones this too. Statue scale is the, definitely the, off. The welcome yeah. port of whatever island that is with the people and the nonsense. I feel like and that's a fellowship, a fellowship of the ring type scenario there. Yeah, large but realistic looking humanoids. Fine exactly. Does that make you weird? It's the Burtonification, I think. They don't have the big eyes. Why are we still talking about this? Because it's the you, you love statues, apparently. I hate statues, apparently. Oh, that too. Matt Murdock grabs a woman when she says, I don't like to be touched. Yeah. He says, what do you like? He tries to act like being blind is charming, and I don't like that. I don't appreciate that more than anything. Brian Singer is just a fucking creep IRL. Oh, fuck that guy. He can fuck right off. Ugh. But Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito did something special in this movie. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's bad. It's special. real bad. <laughs> it's creepy, and it's villainous at the same time. It is villainous, which is, I guess, appropriate. We haven't really talked about Danny DeVito much at all. No. Between the Capes and the Potties. And well, here's he's the, a character. He's believable, somehow. That's the problem I think that I gets think me. I think that's, but yeah. They cast him as the Penguin before he even knew that he was cast as the that's Penguin. That's true. That's true. He read in a newspaper that he was cast before he even auditioned. So, good news. We have two winners. I was ready for that. <laughs> so, the two winners it's very, very clearly Dan DeVito as Oswald Cobblepot as the Penguin, and also Brian Singer in real life. Yeah, because he can't Just not general give Brian Singer because he's this a award creep. Because he's the worst. Absolute creep to the point that we're probably going to rename this award for him next year. We'll see about next year. We'll see who else. What other creeps come about next year? <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a whole year. A whole year <laughs> could be, to decide could be the Robert Downey sucks. Jr. Award. By then, who knows? We can only hope. No, I really hope he not. Sucks. He's he's wonderful. His quips. He's fun. He's not. He totally nope. is. Nope. Wait for Iron Man three. Oh, that's a that is a. I don't <clears> think <throat> I've ever seen it. That's a movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. It is a movie. Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies, let's get out UB2 here. Let's see how he's doing. All right. Let's so see how he feels. Brian is on UB2 right now, and he's going to pick a movie at random. This is all real. This is and so this real. Is terrifying because we don't know what's going to come up. I'm uh I'm on edge right now. Let's see. I'm going to get IMDb in case it's something I haven't heard of, which happened with uh, Star Kid. Yeah. All right, UB2, do your magic. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> I have the number. I haven't looked at what movie it is yet. Okay. Oh, 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 no. Okay. UB2 has selected for our next movie. Next week, we will be doing the 2011 movie directed by Martin Campbell, Green Lantern. No. Yep. We got back How to the back fuck Ryan, did Ryan Reynolds. That work? <laughs> we got back to back How Ryan no? Reynolds. No. No. How did that work out? We were we were just at Deadpool with the animatronics. What the fuck, Green UB2. Lantern? UB2's listening. He's like Facebook and Alexa all rolled up into one. So next week, we got a Green Lantern. What I really didn't appreciate was how you said Martin Campbell. That's a James Bond director. Mm. What the fuck, UB2? That's creepy more than anything. That's terrifying that it just did that. Ryan Reynolds is back. Ryan Reynolds is back next week. For uh, I am dumbfounded right now. For a role that's... Uh, that's completely random. How did that come out? I don't know. I don't know. Ask UB2. UB2 picks a number and we correlate it to a list. And that list has a number... What the fuck? Uncle Ben 2.0. Dave Novak, this is why you're the worst podcaster. Take your fucking computer home. Get it out of here. We're tired of doing... the uh, I guess we're doing Green Lantern. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on any of the assorted podcast listening platforms that exist. No excuses, like iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and no every, excuses though. Stanley would say. Everything else, whatnot. Face front. Like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cape Podcasters, where you can tweet us and Facebook us all the problems you have with the KPs, the Potties. And UB two, you should have problems. You should have problems with UB two right now. <laughs> right now, you. should. We both have problems with UB two. Creepy. We need to do like an exorcism in here or something. Maybe we need to we need to sprinkle some sage. Is that what you do around the, the <laughs> so fortress you, of potitude. Is that what you do? I don't know. Do you sprinkle things? it or do you burn it? I don't know. What you're I think you about sage. burn. sage. Why are we going to do anything with sage? I don't know. It has something to do with spirits. We need to we need to <laughs> okay. rid the spirit of Uncle Ben from I our got, my bourbon's a spirit. Does that count? yeah you know let's double down on the spirits deal all right if you have any questions comments stories jokes opinions musings or well actuallys you can send them to capedpodcasters at gmail.com we read all the emails and you might even get on air it's happened it has so i guess join us next week for green lantern same pod time same pod channel